The cemetery ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome to the Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and we hope your day is off to a great start already. We're here on WNDZ 750 AM in Chicago, and there's a live stream of their show going on on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. So please tune in and join us uh, every Tuesday here at the same time. Today we have an amazing story from Catholic Charity's Post-Adoption Services Department. As many of you know, before uh, Catholic Charities uh, became the headquarters at 721 North LaSalle Street, that building was St. Vincent Orphanage for 91 years until 1972 when the state of Illinois took over foster care. And so the Daughters of Charity Religious Order spent 91 years caring lovingly for children and mothers and adoptive parents and creating many thousands of families. It really was quite a beautiful scene there and Catholic Charities is honored to continue our operations in that same building. Um, as we've said on the show before, uh, many adoptees and adoptive parents have still stayed in touch with us through the years. Um, and in, in recent years, we've had an increasing number of a, an adult adoptees contact us to want to learn more about their experiences at St. Vincent's Orphanage. And also, um, they have a desire to connect more with their biological relatives. And so we do all we can to assist in that regard. Um, today, we have one of our guests, is, um, a wonderful uh, adult adoptee named Julie Ryan McGue who has done, been on a wonderful journey um, looking into her experiences at St. Vincent's. Um, and so she joins us today along with Lisa Francis, who is a social worker in our Catholic Charities Post-Adoptive Services. Um, and today uh, we'd like to share their story. And, um, and I'd like to share, first of all, that Julie's written a book about her experiences with her journey. It's quite an amazing book. I highly recommend it. It's called Twice a Daughter, A Search for Identity, Family, and Belonging. And so here's the book. And we welcome Julie and Lisa to the show. Thank you, Lee. We're so glad that Thanks you're here. 
And uh, I, as I said, your book is just truly beautifully written, um, Julie, and I would recommend it highly for all anybody who's an adoptee or adoptive parents, um, anyone who's interested in genealogy, um, or really anyone who uh, values family bonds, that your story tells that so beautifully. Um, can you share with our audience how the idea for the story came about? Well, I was 48 48 years old and sent for a breast biopsy. And that was the time that my twin sister and I said, I, we know we're from a closed adoption. We know we don't have any family history or medical background. Let's start looking into this. And um, it took about three years for me to find the right search angel to help us find our story. And Lisa Francis from Catholic Charities was one of those people. Um, there was such so many ups and downs and roadblocks and rejections that um, many of my family and friends said, I hope you're writing this book. And so I did. I started writing this book. And naturally, my connection with, with Lisa and with Catholic Charities was a big part of the story. Your adoptive parents truly sound like wonderful people. Can you share with us how you became a family and the special link that your family has to Our Lady of Lourdes? Oh, this is a wonderful story. My um, parents were having trouble having a family. They were uh, stationed overseas. My dad was in the army at the time. And they took a side trip to Our Lady of Lords, the shrine, and they prayed for a family. And when they came back to Chicago, they started the process with Catholic Charities to start their family. And they got the call. My mom was a teacher at St. Cletus in LaGrange, and she found out that twin daughters were waiting for her at St. Vincent's. And uh, she picked us up and brought us home and was looking in her missile at home and looked up our birth date, February 11th, and realized it was the Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes. What a beautiful sign from heaven that you were meant to be a family. Um, you speak in your book um, openly um, about how your, your adoptive parents were very open with you and your twin sister, Jenny, um, about being adopted. Um, can you tell us what was their reaction when you told them you wanted to investigate um, your past a little bit more thoroughly to learn about your medical background? Well, they had always sat down with us uh, right around our birthday and said, you know, if you ever want to look into your adoption, we support you. Well, 48 years went by and that conversation never happened. In fact, my parents still possessed my adoption papers when I went to them and said, I'm gonna start this journey. Um, and so they, they were a little reluctant. In fact, my dad sort of turned himself around and was very supportive, but my mom really had a hard time uh, with the idea of my family of origin coming back into my life. And uh, one of the things that Lisa Francis said in one of our first meetings together was, this is the day they never thought would come. And, um, and I believed that statement really helped me understand my mom's attitude so much better. And we at Catholic Charities, of course, are uh, limited in how much information we're allowed to provide legally. But what were the first steps with Lisa Francis in, in obtaining the information that we were able to share with you? Um, I received a letter from Lisa Francis's office with all the non-identifying information that Catholic Charities had in their files. Um, that was the first time that I learned how old my birth mother was when she had my twin sister and I, and the same information about my birth father. He was 23, she was 26. We didn't know where they came from. Um, we understood that there was a difference in religion. He was Protestant, she was Catholic, and there was 
quite a bit of discussion about uh, changing religions and converting, and he didn't want to. And that was what the circumstances were that brought her to Catholic Charities to place us for adoption. And you went on a tremendous journey after that, uh, wonderful investigative work, but also uh, some wonderful partners that you found in your work. So we're going to take a quick break here on The Voice of Charity. And when we continue, uh, when we come back, we'd like to continue our discussion. If you don't mind sharing with us uh, additional details of your wonderful journey and your amazing discovery, please stay tuned. We'll be right back. an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and I'm so delighted today to be here with Julie Ryan McGue and Lisa Francis talking about Julie's amazing discovery about her uh, biological relatives uh, after she was a, an adoptive uh, child here at our St. Um, Vincent's Orphanage, um, which was in the building where Catholic Charities is uh, now headquartered. Um, Julie, before the break, we were talking about um, you know, your initial um, search of medical records. Um, what happened after you uh, got that initial information from Lisa Francis? Uh, at that time, then, um, Lisa Francis's office had a, a long waiting list for their um, co connecting with birth relatives, so I ended up using the Intermediary Service of Illinois, and a letter was sent out to my birth mother. Um, we found out that she had used an alias, which was a quite common practice. And Lisa's files showed my birth mother's true name. And um, she was reached out to. She chose not to connect to us at that time. And that's when I became involved in the post-adoption service department at Catholic Charities. It was a wonderful experience for me because I was really at an all-time low with this rejection. Um, I wasn't able to get medical history at this time because my birth mother wouldn't uh, allow contact. 
And this is often the case with adoptees when we're searching for our birth parents. We're, we know what we're about, but we land in the middle of somebody's life and they don't have any warning that we're uh, about to knock on their door. So. And you talk beautiful. You write beautifully in your book about the support groups that Catholic Charities Post Adoption Services offer. Can you share what one of those support group sessions is like, and and what you got out of them? Uh, the big thing is there's a big box of Kleenex in the middle of the table. Um, we go around the table. We introduce ourselves as an adoptee, a birth parent, um, adoptive parent, or just a loved one that chose to came come to the meeting. Often there is a fo- uh, folks that people have connected with, a birth parent or an adopted child that come. We share our stories uh, about where we are in our journey of making connection to our family of origin. Sometimes those are wonderful, joyous stories and we're cheering and there's pictures flying around. And other times we are supporting our our fellow adoptee or birth parent in um, their rejection or their lack of information that we're receiving. So it is definitely a supportive, shared experience. Um, I like to think of it as my tribe. And I'm 11 years out from having started with this group. And I hope to continue because um, while I'm on the other side of all of it, there are so many others that really need that little boost to say, you're going to get there. You're going to get to the other side. And whatever you know will be something that you're comfortable with. I can't help but think that you're a tremendous inspiration to the group now, Julie, after all the work that you've put into it and the great results that you found from your search. Um, Lisa, can I ask you, um, Jenny and uh, Julie were adopted from St. Vincent's Orphanage in February of 1959 after spending three weeks there. Can you share with our audience a little bit about Saint, what St. Vincent's was like at that time? Sure. St. Vincent's was run, as you said, by the Daughters of Charity. So Sister um, Sister Anthony was in charge, but Sister Mary Alice was really the um, the person that everybody remembered and has stories about. So it was run very well. Um, there were floors for infants. There were floors for toddlers. Um, the expectant mothers were on a couple of floors. The Daughters of Charity lived there as well. The CCTs, which are the child care technicians, those were the young ladies that were in a program that was providing um, or training them to provide child care and nursing services to the children and babies around the clock. So these CCTs lived there for several months during their training. And it was basically, and they had volunteers too from the community to hold the babies and feed them sometimes. So it was just an incredible, loving environment in St. Vincent's. And I know, um, as we mentioned earlier, that you were able to provide Julie with some basic information about her parents. Can you share with our audience a little bit, what are the rules that Catholic Charities must follow in providing information to adult adoptees who come back uh, and want to do a a, a greater family search? Sure. We provide, well, we're allowed to, by Illinois law, provide non-identifying information to adoptees. So we're not able to provide 
things like birth mother or birth parents' names or addresses, but we can share all of the non-identifying information, general background, um, heritage, social background, history, that type of thing. And when people are interested in making a connection or learning more about their past or their heritage or wanting to know more about birth family, then we provide search and reunion services for them. And the search and reunion services, um, you've mentioned to me in the past, sometimes you're coordinating a meeting of two siblings who may have traded emails or maybe even a phone call, but they've never spoken in person to each other. Am I right? That is correct. That is correct. That must be quite powerful to witness. It's very powerful when you think of people that share such a strong bond genetically, but are complete strangers have never met. And this is the very first time. This is one, if not the biggest day, one of the biggest days in their lives. So it's very powerful and it's very important that someone is there to support them and and provide moral support and just um, be the calming kind of presence in the room with them. And you do that so well, Lisa. Um, Julie, you, you. you write so beautifully in the book about the chapter when you and your twin sister Jenny met Lisa at 721 North LaSalle to see um, the rooms and the chapel where you were baptized. Can you speak a little bit about that and what your first reactions are? I'm sure just as Leeks has spoke about big moments, that was a very big moment, I'm sure, for you and Jenny. Um, it still is a big moment. And anytime I do a reading from that chapter, I get very emotional. Um, my sister and I went back to St. Vincent's and Lisa met us in the lobby where they had all those beautiful pictures of uh, yesteryear. And that was the first time we had been back to our orphanage since we were adopted. I didn't know what to expect. Um, the building was magnificent. It showed beautiful care. We learned in the course of our adoption search that we had been baptized in the chapel and Lisa took us up to that chapel and um, it was a very powerful moment standing over that baptismal font in the back and, and imagining my sister and I um, being held by the nurses aides, the CCTs that Lisa talked about um, and being baptized in that space. And on many of the calls that Lisa does with our post-adoption support group, people talk about going back to St. Vincent's. And there is a reverence, I think, that we all share about the building, the space, the experience, and um, Catholic Charities way of giving back to the adoptees being allowed in that building. And we so hope we can get back in there again soon after COVID is over. Absolutely. And on that poignant note, we're going to take another break here on The Voice of Charity, and we'll return it in a moment to continue our discussion with Julie McGew and Lisa Francis.
Catholic Charities in Lake County provides a comprehensive range of social services supporting individuals, families, and older adults. These include crisis assistance, shelter, clothing, family support, counseling, legal assistance, primary health care, and specialized services for seniors and veterans. Grab-and-go meals and food pantries help those who are experiencing food insecurity. Plus, we have a diaper depot to support low-income families and their infants. If we can assist you or someone you know, please call Catholic Charities of Lake County at 847-782-4000. That's 847-782-4000. I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. to the Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and I'm today I'm here with Julie Ryan McHugh and Lisa Francis, and we're talking about Catholic Charities post-adoption services and the wonderful journey that Julie was on and learning more about her family history uh, at St. Vincent's Orphanage uh, that was part of Catholic Charities or, and until it closed in 1972. Um, Julie, I don't want to give too much of your wonderful story away, but can you share with our audience at least a little bit about what you learned about doing a family history um, and the, the search that you were on for several years? Well, I, I learned my, my background, so I learned that I was um, not just Irish, which I was hoping to because my I grew up in a big Irish Catholic family, um, a big family, and so I was hoping that all that history that I'd identified with the Irish culture was still part of my identity. And I did find that to be the case, but I also found out that I have Native American heritage on both sides. Um, and I'm still trying to assimilate that into my identity. Uh, I also found some birth relatives that were located very close by, which is one of the twists in the book. It's in a wonderful twist as well. Um, and can you also share, I know you and your husband, Steve, have uh, four adult children. They were a tremendous support system for you throughout your journey. Did they have any surprising reactions to you um, as you keep, uh, kept you know, arriving at in each uh, different chapter of your discovery? Uh, well, one of my daughters was very fearful that I was going to get hurt through this process, which was a very dear reaction. Um, we have four children, as you said, and three of them went on to play college sports. And so we always wondered uh, what we called that mystery gene, where that came from. And we do, in fact, find out that there are some relatives that were very good athletes and also played college sports. So some of the mystery was solved in the process of doing the, the search. 
It truly is an inspiring story. And again, again, the name of the book is Twice a Daughter, A Search for Identity, Family, and Belonging. And I highly recommend it to anyone who wants to learn more about genealogy or uh, adoptive, the adoptive experience, you know, or just connecting uh, with biological relatives. It's really an inspiring, beautifully written book. Um, Lisa, I know that uh, every year you try to have an annual reunion of anyone who is involved with St. Vincent's Orphanage, whether it's um, adoptees, adoptive parents, or the child care technicians that you mentioned earlier in the show. Um, what are the plans for that reunion this year? Are you able to have it? Unfortunately, we're not going to have the in-person reunion this year. We will have, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll have a virtual type of reunion on Zoom on September 26th, where we will have some of the CCTs, the former child care workers there, and they'll be able to answer questions that any of the um, adoptees who stayed at St. Vincent's might have. We will also have an opportunity for people to tell stories from St. Vincent's um, adoptive parents or picking up a sibling, so or just sharing any experience about their adoption. So that's what we'll have this year, and we very much hope to go back to the in-person reunions next year. And Lisa, if anyone in our audience has thought about looking into more of their own family past, uh, what would do you have any advice for them? And, and do you have a contact phone number that they could reach out to you if they'd like to uh, seek Catholic Charities assistance in that process? Sure. If the adoption was through Catholic Charities of Chicago, we would love to try and help you any way that we can. And our intake number is 312-655-7088. So please give us a call. And Julie, I guess I'd just like to ask you, has your journey and your experiences changed your views about being an adoptee? I, I would like to say that um, on this side of it, about 10 years after my search, I feel that I have come to reconcile my adoption experience. Um, it's become a blessing. Uh, one of the things I like to say about Catholic Charities is uh, their policy about twins. They don't separate multiple birth children. And it was a great gift to me to be able to grow up with my twin sister and uh, have her as a continued presence in my life. And clearly you walked through this uh, journey together. You mentioned her in every chapter um, and how she was an, an asset to you in, in your search. We both have very busy lives. And so uh, I give you so much credit for the persistence that you uh, both committed to this to, to get to the bottom of it. And you really did. It's beautiful. Um, do you have, Julie, any, any um, ideas or recommendation, any advice you know, for adoptees uh, who might be listening, who might want to look into their background? What would you recommend to them? Well, certainly Lisa's office has a lot of resources that they can point um, adoptees or birth parents to read. One of my favorite books is Ann Fessler's book, The Girls That Went Away. It provided a lot of information to me about what my birth mother might have been going uh, uh, through at the time. Um, so read as much as you can. Come to support group meetings before you decide which direction you're going in. Um, just inform yourself and have your expectations very clear because there are so many things that you don't expect are going to happen. 
I bet you took a lot of turns and twists, and uh, but with very happy results. And I'm so happy for you and the new connections that you found. Um, again, this book is called Twice a Daughter, A Search for Identity, Family, and Belonging. I'd also like to share that uh, for anyone who's interested in learning more about the history of Catholic Charities uh, Building and the St. Vincent Orphanage um, that was there for 91 years, there was a beautiful book written in 2003 called St. Vincent's, An Orphanage That Shined. And so obviously you can look for both of these books on Amazon or your local bookstore. I think that our local booksellers uh, need all of our support too. Um, so we thank you so much, Lisa and Julie, for being on The Voice of Charity today. Your story, Julie, is truly inspirational. And I hope that uh, you know how, much we're, how grateful we are for you sharing it with us today. Thank you for being here. And Lisa, I also Thanks for having us. Lisa, I also just thank you for all you do. I've had the great pleasure of witnessing um, uh, different occasions that you've been uh, with some of the adoptees and adoptive parents um, from Catholic Charities, and uh, what a blessing you are in their lives to keep those connections going. Thank you. She Katie. sure is. <laughs> thank you thank so you very much. much. And we invite you all back again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Bruderman, and we wish you all a happy, healthy week from everyone at Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.